All right, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. So do us a favor, subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the bell for notifications, and of course, upvote the video itself and participate in the comments down below. I'm here with Tom Vanderford for his weekly segment on the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. How you doing, Tom? Hey, doing great, man. Yeah, you know, I... I think we should just get into it. I, we were sitting here talking about it and just almost reminiscing of what late signing day, as or it has it used to be called, National Signing Day. Um, it, it just doesn't feel the same. It doesn't mean as much. December eighteenth or whatever that date is 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 become more of the actual signing day. And sign, late signing day is just an afterthought. There's a couple of names, Tim Diono and. Jonathan Davis that we're paying attention to, but realistically, it doesn't mean much, does it? No, not at all. Uh, <laughs> it's sad, like we were saying, you, you wax nostalgic for the first Wednesday in February. You know, I can remember, I can remember being so excited one one uh, Wednesday, getting up early in the morning, driving to Oxford. This was, uh, and you were there because this was Orgeron's first recruiting class and we were all up in we were all up in the south end zone club seats and you know they were bringing up videos of the people and this and that and the other and you know they were like oh we this late thing we've got this four-star kicker and you know but anyway it was just you know that was that's one that sticks in my mind well but, joshua sheen you, know, you just dropped a joshua a sheen there deal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it used to be this huge deal where, you know, you would, you know, the uh, people would gather, pay so much money, and, you know, at some venue, whether it be there, the end at Ole Miss, wherever they did it. And now it's like, like you said, it's just an afterthought. Well, and, if you uh, think about it, with us. if you think about it, the Ole Miss spirit in Chuck Roundsville, it got started as basically a hotline to where you could call a 1-800 number or a 1-900 number and pay a certain amount of money per minute to get recruiting information. That's how it started. Yeah. National Signing Day was everything to all of these services around. It's the reason all these things popped up. And now it's just got it's, it's transfer portal, it's early signing day, and it just kind of just laws. And I say all of that to say this. Greg Sankey a couple of weeks ago um, talked about how they need to do something about early signing day to free up December. And everybody immediately said, went to, oh, the early signing day is going away. It's like, no, they want to free up work in December. So the high school recruiting through February, that would still be happening. The work would not be freed up. What will probably happen is before their senior season, kids are going to give them, be given the opportunity to sign. I think I think that's the direction they're going to go. I think we're looking at a signing day in August and not just going back to the old National Signing Day thing. Which which will be neat, uh, and this is just my perspective. If a kid is the preseason number one quarterback at his position, before his senior year in high school, and he signs with Alabama or one of the big blue bloods, 
what's to keep him from opting out of his senior year of high school football? Because if you get hurt, you know, so yeah. it, it just it adds more. It it just adds more uh, weirdness to the whole thing, you know. I, I guess because I'm I'm you know in my mid uh, to late fifties, and all of this is such a huge change. You know, the older we get, the more we uh, resist change, and this is such a huge change from what it was five years ago. Now. I like it, but it's still hard to get used to. You know, I my, my brain's turning right now. The little hamster on the treadmill, my brain's turning right now, going, oh, God, I hope Pete Golden gets us a couple of more defensive fits in the summer when the portal opens again, you know? Uh, it's just weird how it's all changed. That didn't used to happen. Even if you got some kind of transfer, if they weren't a grad transfer, they weren't going to play for a year. Things have just changed so much. Uh, it, big money, just, man. Big money. Yeah, you just look at it with the transfer portal, the way it sits. At, high school recruiting has been diminished. People want high oh, school yeah. recruiting because what we talked about earlier and and treating it like it's 2008. But the reality of it is high school recruiting is not what it was. If you treat it like it what it was, you're going to be disappointed when after a year of you developing a three-star and that three-star goes to somewhere else and it becomes wasted effort. Um, I am the same exactly. way. I'm resistant. I'm resistant to change, but I'm the type of person that make the best out of how it is. When Davidson Igbenusen, like the rumor is he's going to Tennessee and Tysheem Johnson is going to Oregon, those are two players I'm just not going to concern myself about because they automatically basically disqualified themselves from the equation, and that is how is it? That's always one. How can we maximize what we have? If they're not here, they're not a part of it. If if a kid doesn't sign exactly. with Ole Miss, they're not a part of it. But that's just the way I think. Well, and 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 getting back to the high school kid thing, you're right. I, you know, I read something the other day, and I tend to agree with it. Actually, uh, if you're a four or five star high school kid, you're still going to be signed. But mm -hmm. if you're that low three star kid, uh where you used to be signed and developed, uh, you're going to have to go as a PWO or a, or, you know, preferred walk on, or uh, you're going to have to go the JUCO route mm -hmm. uh, or go to a smaller school and hope that you can shine and somebody at a larger school picks you up. So the whole equation for those high school kids has changed dramatically. You know, people that would have been signed in the 25, five years ago uh, at Ole Miss and State won't be signed. They'll be, you know, they'll be either PWOs or they'll go to a smaller school or they'll go JUCO. Things have changed so much for the high school kid. Yeah, because and, and I am. Because you're a known commodity. Yeah. And, and, you're a known and, commodity. If, if you've got to fix your defense, if you're going from – a three two six to a three three five, uh, or or even to a four two five, you've got things you have to do, and you can't take a chance on a three star kid trying to develop him 
from Callaway High School when you can get a guy like the kid we got from uh, NC State that's proven, uh, you know, on the line, or a Jean Baptiste, uh, you just you just can't. Well, the the thing about it is because, and I, this is not an insult to any smaller school. I'm not doing that. That's not what I mean by this. But it is a reality of what is going on right now. Right now, in college football, there is a minor league system that is being developed between the FCS and the lower-level G5s and to the upper-level G5s and then to the Power 5 level, even too much, so much to Big Ten and SEC. I mean, there is a cast system that is developing in college football. And those low three-stars that used to find homes at Mississippi State and Ole Miss and sometimes Southern Miss, now our Southern Miss is their upper option, South Alabama, Troy, Louisiana, Monroe. Or if they're really on the cusp and they're on the borderline of that, it's Southern or Jackson State or Southern or an Alcorn. Those become options for them, Southern or a Samford. Um, so that is the new way that college football is in and some people aren't going to be able to get their eyes around what's going on. They're not going to be able to understand it for whatever reason. Um, but it, it it's not that they're like, Ole Miss is only signing 12 people on their early signing day. Well, that's because they didn't want to fill their roster with these low-level three stars that they used to would have signed. They can get those guys, but they can get them later. They can figure out which one actually does something. And if they're good, turn into good players – all of a sudden, Ole Miss goes down and gets the guy from Southern Miss, from Louisiana Monroe, from Louisiana Tech, wherever they sign and develop. Those kids aren't gone forever. They're just not going to be signed out of high school. And the receiver that we got from La Tech, hmm. you know, he, he wasn't widely recruited, but he blew up. Hmm. And and he's a stud. And you go down there and you snatch him up. And, and other people are doing it as well. Uh, it's just it's just different, but I'm thankful that our head coach saw this coming, and I like what he's doing. You know, I know a lot of people that are saying you can't build a program program through the portal, you can't do this, you can't do that. But a lot of the kids he gets last year and this year are two year and three year guys. You know, or or yeah. he's getting the red shirt freshman or whatever whatever the case is. I mean, you know, Ashim Young had three years left. You know, Ivy had three years left. You know, Dart three years. So Trig three Trig. four mm -hmm. years. So you know, he's not. He's supplementing his roster. He's looking at it and go, okay, I got this sophomore. And he hasn't progressed like I thought I would. So he's going somewhere else. And I'm bringing in this sophomore that went wherever and progressed. It's, it's almost like the NFL. You're constantly trying to improve your roster. Yeah, if you think about it, it's like Kansas State under Bill Snyder in like 2000 with Michael Bishop and all that. And everybody was talking how you can't build a program off of JUCOs. You can't build a program off of JUCOs. And it's the same story that they broke out again for the transfer portal. The reality is nobody knows if you can build a program off the transfer portal because exactly. this has never been done. That's like people exactly. that say, 
these type players are not going to be available in the late transfer window. How do you know? How, how have you done this? How do we know who is going to be in the late window? This is the first one. Who is going to be in that window? And they, they don't know. The reality of it is, and I, and I will say this, is the media, whenever it was National Signing Day, you built to a Super Bowl on February 1st, first Windows Wednesday of the month. We talked about wax poetic about how nice it was. But now there's players that can happen. They have to be turned on all the time. So they need to do whatever they can to get it back to a smaller thing. They don't have the memory. They don't have the, they're like a Commodore 64 from 1981 trying to cover this. They do not have the space to do it. There's too many players. You have high school recruiting, JUCO recruiting, transfer portal. All of this going on is too much for them. So, of course, they're going to fight back. Of course, they're going to want to try and put the toothpaste back in the tool. It's not going to happen. But, I mean, that is the reason there's so much pushback on this is honestly because the people that are assigned to cover this, it's too much work for them. Well, it is. I, I think mm-hmm. I, I, I read, and this may be wrong, but I think I read 1,800 kids that entered the portal last year and only nine of them, 900 of them found new spots. So it's digging through all that. And, and, and you mentioned something about the, the summer uh, portal, and I'm going to mention this. Uh, we've got uh, basically uh, Sands, our defensive line coach, uh, an entire new defensive staff. Mm-hmm. Those guys were somewhere else. Those guys recruited other people. Those guys coached other people. And after the spring, there may be some people that say, you know what? I think I want to go play for Goldie. Mm -hmm. Or you know what? I think I might want to go play for the quarterback coach or whatever. I mean, the same thing that Tysheen Johnson did, the same thing that Igbenosin did. uh, They weren't happy after the coach that they liked wasn't there anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and that's going to happen, but we have a chance for that to happen for us. And we're not that far away. Uh, I think we need, uh, and you and I have talked about this before, I think we need uh, a Jack, uh, uh, a guy that, that, a big linebacker that can put his hand down and that can, that can be a defensive end type, that can be some kind of hybrid guy. We and there are guys like that out there, and uh, you know I still think that we might need a little bit more help at linebacker as well. But that's just me, and and, and I'm talking depth pieces. I think we've got some really good linebackers to start. I really do. I think I think uh, Perkins starts right away. I think if we're a four-two-five, he'll play the he'll play. In my opinion, he'll play the. Uh, Tony uh, Connor, the Connor role, the Tony mm-hmm. Connor role, um, and we've got we've got uh, Montgomery. He's a big, fast, quick linebacker. We've got Jean Baptiste. So, so when I talk about how I'd like just a little bit more defense, it's filler pieces, mm-hmm. and it wouldn't it wouldn't kill me if they went out and found a way to get uh, a true center. Yeah, uh, but other than that, man, I I am thrilled about Priest Corn. 
I'm thrilled about our wideouts uh, running back. I think we, I think we have, we will have two of the best running backs in SEC again this year. Yeah, you know we did last year, and uh, if you see Riscano, I watched him in that uh, Polynesian Bowl. Yeah, he's yeah a he he can catch, he can run, he can do everything. So mm-hmm. you know, and I think. I, I think he, he kind of reminds me of number four. Yeah, he's not, <laughs> so, he's not, not quite as big, but yeah, absolutely. No, no. Yeah. He's not quite as big, uh, but you know, it's, it, it, it's, we got some pieces on the offensive line. You know, we got the big, big all pack 12 tackle from Washington. That's huge. Hmm. Uh, the Juco kid we got from California, you look at his film, He's quick. Nice. He's strong. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that those are depth pieces. The kid from the kid from uh UAB. Hey, he was second team all conference USA, but he's a guard. So I mean depth pieces. You gotta have that. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, I think oh, forget about Jordan Watkins in the slot. Oh yeah, yeah, you I know, do that uh, from time to time as well, honestly. Yeah, I, I'm bad about that, but you know, mm-hmm. he's He's, we'll, we'll have to wait and see how that goes. But, we, you know, we when Jalen Robinson uh, left and went to TCU, some people got upset. And, and you and I both were like, well, you know, he uh, he really didn't do anything for us last year. He was yeah, either so hurt or it, not, nothing. So, I mean, uh, more power to him. You know, I hope he does great at TCU. Even but, uh, Davison, yeah, if he goes to Tennessee, it's, it's like – well, what is the production you're replacing? What is something that's so insurmountable? It's all about potential and what he could be. But right. if you look and at the actual protection. Flashes, but yeah. Yeah, I think he but only you can had replace like, what, that. four passes defended. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, you know, and, and we replace we replace him with uh, two good corners that that have good statistics, better than better than his, mm-hmm. albeit in, in lower conferences. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know what, six two and six three corners, uh, that's that's pretty and, cool. And six no, four, actually, Saunders is six four. Yeah, yeah. So it's just it 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 looks like it's taking, just like you said with the physics problem. We're getting mm-hmm. bigger on defense, and we're getting yes. faster. And and that in the SEC, you have to be big and fast on defense. So. That's my thing. I, I I don't think the only problem that I have with our offense from last year is that we didn't we didn't use the middle enough. But like you said, the snap goofed things up. Uh, you know, we didn't have yeah a vertical threat at tight end or slot for the most part. I I think all those problems are going to be fixed. Hey, like like I think you said the other day. Wade may end up being the slot. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I think that I think and that's we, where they're trending. Yeah, so I mean, you know, we. I'm really looking forward. I don't think people understand how much priest corn is going to help us. Yeah, I I really don't. He's he's what we need. He's a prototypical. I can get in there and block, and I can slip past the linebacker tight end. You know. He's what they wanted to get with the kid from Savannah, Tennessee. That's back is 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 hurting, and he's he's never got to play. So, uh, Hunter Wolf, I think yeah. was his name. Hudson, Hudson Wolf. 
Hudson Wolf. There you go. Anyway, Tom, um, this will be the um, last time for a bit that you come up on the show. Um, everybody's going to be praying for you and nothing but good thoughts for you, man. And I appreciate that. Yeah, you're a big part of what we do here, and I just I'm just so thankful, and I, I hope everything goes all right for you, man. Man, I appreciate that. All right. Um, thanks again for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. Make sure and check out our brand new podcast, Locked On College Basketball. It's got everything you need to know about college basketball in one place. Plus, you get to hear from big-name experts, insiders, coaches, and players. Locked On College Basketball is available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. Tom, again, good luck to you. If you need anything, let me know. Heck, half yes, the sir. listeners in our audience, if you need anything, let them know. They'd probably help you out as well. But, man, um, all the prayers to you, and every, I hope everything goes well, man. But good luck. Man, I do too. And everybody out there, thanks for all your prayers. And hotty toddy. Hotty toddy. <laughs>